This is Chaz Woodson, and you're listening to the Going Offsides Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to season two. We we just finished the first 25 episodes, and we said, let's just roll it over into season two. We have that sweet new intro. Shout out to Chaz Woodson for that. Man, big time, big time, big time. Who would have thought? Who would have thought in June? Right? Was June? It feels like it was. It feels like it was forever ago. But here we are. We're we're, we're coming up to coming up to the holiday season. Who would have thought that we would have been through season one? We would have got through 25 of these things, and look at where we are. We're getting ready to start season two. We are excited about all the all the things that we are going to be talking about that we're going to be making some changes doing some really cool things to help bring more content to to you all the listeners um and, and i can't say how excited i can't say enough how excited i am about uh what, what we got planned for the future and big shout out and big thank you to to everybody who's uh been listening to us from the start um it, it's been a it's been a crazy few months in terms of where we started to where we are now and and how many listens that we've gotten and how many new fans that we've gotten and just the feedback that we've gotten it's been been really great i know it's it's allowed us to you know create better episodes and and put together more thoughtful uh content for you all but it's been it's been amazing to start and i know nick's going to talk a little bit more about that but what a start can't talk enough how excited about uh how i am about season two yeah i mean season one we 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 started it off as kind of a a side thing just a little hobby and before you knew it, we we went from having just us talking about lacrosse casually to having big guests. You know, one of which is coming up this Friday. So make sure you listen to that. We have we have Mark Millen, who I'm incredibly excited to to share with you. That was one of the coolest conversations I've ever had, lacrosse or not, in my entire life. So mm-hmm. shout out to Mark for that. Yeah, and let's talk about what season two has has to offer. So a you've already heard it. We have a new intro. Again, shout out to Chaz Woodson. He was, I think, just as excited as we were. Absolutely. Um, then we also have on the Lax All-Stars website, we are going to have our own landing page. So it is laxallstars.com slash going offsides. That's all one word. At that landing page, you can get 20% off of uh, the LAS Insider subscription, which gives you discounts and sweet access to, to you know, insider info. You also get 20% off at the LAS store on all LAS apparel. Including, Which, it, yeah, here we including, go. This is the this is the big one. We're dropping it right now. We are gonna have our official going off sides apparel line. All right, now um, that's gonna include our grow the game T-shirt. Thank you know, shout out to LAS for um, doing everything that they can to support us and. Um, it's been a great partnerships uh, so far. And um, with that, you know, we're going to have an apparel line out from, you know, we've got, we can't really talk too much about everything that's going to be in there, but we know that it's going to start with a, a launch of our grow the game t-shirt. It's going to be a sick little color scheme. It's going to have an awesome logo. Um, I think everybody's going to enjoy it. And it's going to be really cool to have some merch for, uh, you know, for, for all our fans out there. Yeah. I mean, if you're like me, I had a grow the game shirt, the, the white with the red and blue graphics when I was a kid. I was probably 14. I bought a Grow the Game shirt, lived it, started a bunch of programs. It was awesome. Now, full circle, we've got a black and gold one coming out, and there's going to be some other stuff in that line as well. But it's just really cool. So if you want to, you know, we obviously don't do ads really in in our show. And if we want to keep it that way, like grab a T-shirt. Would love it. It's a great T-shirt to begin with. You know, LES, they, they put a lot of the proceeds of a lot of the products online 
into growing the game and, and different projects that they're working on all over the world. So, you know, support us, support the game, grab a t-shirt. They look sick. I mean, what else do you need a reason to, to buy a t-shirt for? It looks exactly sick. right. Exactly so, right. It's going to so go to the us. store and help yeah. us out. And, uh, and that way we'll be able to continue doing this. Also, if you're not following us on Instagram, that's super important for, for a couple of reasons. One, it shows people that we want to work with and do giveaways with that we have a following. So by you following us on Instagram, we do do giveaways with equipment and apparel, and we're going to be able to continue to do that. And part of that is we've teamed up with Level Lacrosse, who is our our guest today, and they're, they've agreed to give away nearly $500 worth of stuff in one big prize pack. So make sure you get over to the Instagram, which is going underscore offsides underscore podcast on Instagram. And if you get there, the instructions are on the post, but we're giving away a rebounder a stick that literally comes apart that you can put into your bag a regular stick and a couple t-shirts it's it's incredible stuff out here from level and we're really really appreciative of their support and we can't wait to see that company grow further they've already sold out completely of their first batch of everything Mm -hmm that this is something that, you know, we all travel, everybody's traveling to all these different tournaments and everything like that. Um, you know, one of the products that they're using is that shaft that can, it, it breaks down into three different pieces that you can fit into uh, your book bag and actually carry on on a flight. Which yeah. Is yeah. You can amazing. put a deep hole into a bag. Yeah. It's sick. You know, um, I remember traveling when I was in college, you know, you always used to have to check your shafts and everything like that. And also too, like this is, this might be something that you see some college teams, maybe, maybe not division one, but you'll see some MC CLA teams, you know, they might end up buying a whole, a whole heap of these because they have to fly. You know, I, I know division one colleges, like, you know, they have uh, equipment budgets in the six figures in terms of check bags fees. So this is a product that solves a lot of problems for everybody. And then also too, you know, you had mentioned it before that rebounder um, it's sick. There's so many different uses. Yeah, you can for it. use I mean, it indoors. That's, you, that's exactly that's crazy. You know, you can use it in, you could use it inside in your family living room. If you want to play just a little, if you want to create your own game, you know, at, at the holiday time where, you know, you've got you and your cousins and you want, and you don't have a goalie. Well, great. Now you've got a rebounder where you can mm-hmm. play. Like, you know, everybody played broom ball in the dorms when they were in college, you know, now you have something where you can maybe take that next step and play, you know, with a tennis ball, you can play lacrosse indoors and, and not, you know, it's sturdy, it's durable. Um, and it folds really, up and packs yeah. into a bag. That's wild. Mm-hmm. The other and thing about it too, your game thing, it's got the other, the other rebounder part where it's yep. got the, the two holes in it. So you can yep. actually practice that, that accuracy and make a game out of it. So, uh, super pumped about what level's doing. They're doing a huge giveaway with us over on Instagram. So make sure you go check us out over there and, uh, let's just get it started. Well, man, it's, it's good to have you on. It's good to see you face to face. Um, it's, it's getting crazy, man. Things are wild. I see on your website, everything's pretty much sold out. Yeah. So, uh, we were very thankful for that. We had a, um, one, it's been nuts. So trying to do everything during a pandemic and like build everything and get people interested and exciting, excited, especially for travel based product. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a challenge, but we've been thankful. You know, the lacrosse community has been super supportive. Um, we sold out of our pre-orders. Um, so we've got those that we've been starting to ship out. And so we're, we've got more on order now. And so we can't wait to get everything in front of everybody for the holiday season again. So two stories, I guess, come off of that. One, I ended up doing some business plan competitions while I was in college. Um, got a lot of great exposure. Got That's a lot of Damon, or Damon. Yeah. Uh, yeah Damon, Damon, John, Damon John was at one of them. Uh, we had Dick Schultz, the founder of Best Buy, was at one of them. Um, so 
I got to meet a lot of really cool people and get a lot of great feedback from some of these guys that you see that have started multi-million and billion dollar companies that are mm-hmm. doing great. So that's helped me prepare and how to think about how to do this. Um, but that also helped me out in my career, right? So I was able to, once I graduated, get a really good paying job, be able to do a lot of this to where it's like, all right, I can pay for this. We can do this ourselves. I've made the investment, right? This is like my hobby. People right. like to go and get into different things and spend money on things. My hobby is making things, right? Like that's right. what I like to do. We we built other companies and we started selling that, but this is this is my thing. Like this is what I enjoy doing. That's where I want to spend my money. So I'll spend mm-hmm. my money to do that. And it's like, all right, we can do that. We can try to figure it out because, hey, we I came to this country like as a refugee, didn't have anything. So I want to be able to build that and, you know, live that American dream, be able to go from, I don't want to say rags to riches, right? Like you had to figure it out. Like we had 20 bucks in our pockets when we moved here. But being able to do that and say, here's what we built, i that's my goal, right? Like I'm not trying to build my brand. I'm mm-hmm. trying to build a legacy. That's what that's what LVL is about, right? Like level across and level sports. I like guess it's, it's our overall umbrella. Is we can do it. We can build something cool. But I don't want to be in the spotlight, right? It's not about me. It's not about my team. It's not about my guys or anyone else trying to do this. It's we want the brand and the mission of what we're doing to outlast us and to go on from there. So, I mean, what other stuff do you guys have in the pipeline? I mean, you said you're going to roll out a line of tradition, not traditional in the sense of leather yeah. sticks, but like a more traditional version of a lacrosse stick that does not break down. We you know, do. More standard. So by the time this launches or this podcast gets released, we will have launched our altitude stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think I told you the story in just conversations that we had, but again, we were refugees when we came here, when I started playing lacrosse, my parents didn't have a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I actually got my first stick from my friend that moved down from New York, introduced me to the game, gave me his first, my first stick, um, which was awesome. Once I got into it, you know, my parents didn't have 300 bucks to go spend on a new STX stick or a new Maverick stick or something like that. I remember my first stick was a STX Mr. Miyagi <laughs> with uh, with the proton power on there that I got from Lacrosse Monkey for like eighty or ninety bucks on sale, right? It was a fine stick, man. That thing was super heavy. <laughs> it was like it wasn't the latest greatest Mr. thing. Mr. Miyagi. Were making. I yeah, don't think so, I've even heard of that. No. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> I've heard of a proton power. I never heard of. Had Mr. the proton Miyagi power stick. on there. It was a Mr. Miyagi shaft. I think I might still have it somewhere too. Um, but it was like, I wasn't getting the latest and greatest uh, mm-hmm. that was that was created at that time. Wasn't getting the best quality materials. And for this altitude, it was, let's make something that's really great quality um, and a great value, right? So that way, no matter what you buy, I'm not buying a 6,000 series aluminum shaft that right. takes one check and is going to break in half. Um, so for us, we've got the altitude that's coming out um, and we're going to have it really competitively priced. So I'll leave that as a surprise for everyone that we can drop a link in there to go see it. Mm -hmm. But you're going to get a titanium blend aluminum alloy shaft with a solid head that we've custom designed with a great end cap to be able to just go out and buy and play for almost next nothing when you compare it to the price of other shafts out there. And just like the rest of our products, it'll come with a lifetime warranty. So if anything happens on it to where it fails, we'll replace it. Keep it, breaks, we'll send you a new one. Yeah, I think... My first stick was definitely like you, like, so I was an army brat and then lacrosse was new to us. My dad signed me up. He's like, Hey, you're going to go to lacrosse practice. And being in Michigan, just like you being in in your area near Louisville, I was like, what's lacrosse? 
And so luckily our coach was this guy that went to college in Boston. He knew lacrosse. He was our rec coach. And my parents took me, I had a, I had a used bucket helmet, uh, like the old school, like American pie style, not even older than that. Not even American pie where it was like a CLH two, like the actual, like old bucket. Oh man. And I had a used stick. I was like, who even now I look back at, I was like, who even sells a stick to play it against sports? Like, (laughs) so I had a used stick to have no idea what it was. Had the leathers wrapped around the the throat. I just remember the first stick I ever got was an F that I actually bought was an F 22, which such an underrated shaft. Cause I, I mean, no one could afford the F 55 at that point, but F 22 (laughs) is a great shaft. And then I think I had just an Evo. You know, just the old school Evo it was such a simple head, but it was perfect. Like I, I've seen so much like animosity in the lacrosse world between brands, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I make this, I make this, this is better, you suck. Like, dude, here's here's my thought on it. Lacrosse, yes, it's a niche market, it's a niche sport, but people buy shafts all the time. They recycle shafts, they try new things. It's such an ever-evolving world of people wanting to try out new sticks and new heads mm-hmm. to where I feel confident in saying, yes, the other people make really cool stuff. I've used it. I like it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. We also make really cool stuff. We do it a little bit differently. So feel free to try theirs. Feel free to try ours. We hope you like ours better. But I'm at no point going to discount or kind of dog anyone else that does something just because at some point this was started by one person. They had an idea. They did it. And great. Kudos to you. That's what we're trying to do. So I don't ever want to sit here and bash another company or something else that they make because someone's behind it, someone's trying it, and hey, more power to them. Entrepreneurship is, I would say, a lonely hobby to have, um, mainly because I'm sure any of the other guys that you talk to will attest to this, but man, you've got to grind. Like When you're first coming up with that product idea and like thinking how I can build this, how can I create it, especially when it's something so new, You've really got to you know, spend the time figuring it out, refining it, testing, doing these different things. And I spent so much time with my team to where I, I got out of the lacrosse world more than I would have liked to have been. Mm-hmm. Um, like, was it coaching? I was playing. I was doing all these things, writing for LAS. And then it's like, hey, I've got this idea. I want to go try to build it. Now, unfortunately, you got to think about how I don't have 80 hours a day. So I've got to prioritize right. different things and Gave up get everything out of else. that. So I've missed some of those connections with a lot of the, you know, up and coming guys now, but it's like, man, that's, that's one thing I've missed the most is being so involved in the community that, that I was before, but hopefully with uh, level across, we'll be able to kind of get back in there and start making those connections again. Yeah. It's funny. As long as, I mean, there's, there is a stuffy level of, of lacrosse for sure. Like the old boys club, either like, you know, if you didn't go to the right private school or whatever, but that's yeah. such a small, like that's an overemphasized part of what's in the lacrosse community. Right. Yes, that does exist. Let's not pretend it doesn't. Right. Like I'm not from, you know, I'm not from the Baltimore school system no. like in that area. You know, I didn't go to a private school, but at the same time, like it's grown so much past that, especially recently where like you do have people from Colorado, Michigan, wherever, California. So there, and it's like that in media too, like, oh, like you're not a full-time writer. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, sorry, there's only like four of you that are doing this full-time in the entire industry. Right. And the rest of us are just doing it because we love the sport. 100%. So it, it's really funny how that's all kind of come to be, but lacrosse is really a open place where 
I've seen probably, I mean, COVID's accelerated this, but I've seen 10 podcasts pop up just in the yeah. last year. And it's sometimes it's a college kid, but like the, the quality of the guests that you can get, you know, it's, it doesn't hurt to know people. Right. Like I saw a kid who's his third podcast ever. He had like Kark and I'm like, that's good for you. I haven't even tried to get someone like that on my podcast and I'm at 21. But it is, it's insane to see like how opening the community is, you know, like I can email someone, I can DM someone that works for ESPN that we're going to have on a couple months. I don't want to spoil it. And they'll actually respond. And like, right. they're just borderline a lacrosse person. Like they're, they're new to it and they're still like, yeah, let's do it. I'm willing to help out. Like, why not? I think I might know who you're talking about. And I'll tell That's you what, awesome. from a cultural perspective, no one in Bosnia plays lacrosse. Um, I might be the only Bosnian I have ever met to play lacrosse, but I will caveat that by saying there is a lot of uh, lacrosse popping up in Serbia and Croatia. Mm -hmm. so, yep. I did a Serbian wow. episode. Yeah. It's kind of wild, but Hey man, if you get big enough, you can just sponsor your own Bosnian lacrosse team one day. So that's, this is a great segue. Um, that's part of the reason we've started the next level foundation too. Right. So okay. if you go to our website, you go to our uh, Instagram page, you'll see that for every stick that we sell or mm -hmm. any, any lacrosse item that we sell, we donate a piece of equipment to a program in need. Reason we did that is I've thought about how me going back from growing up in the States to visiting people back home in Bosnia, we bring stuff over to them, right? Cause they don't have access to it there. It's harder to get. It's much more expensive. It's a whole slew of reasons why it might not be accessible. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's how do we take our successes that we'll have here and use that to drive a good cause. And it's super simple, right? Like we don't want anything in return from these people. It's, Hey, you're going to sign up to be part of the next level foundation. We'll set up a, an, a structure and a, a arrangement here to where we sell everything per quarter. Per mm -hmm. quarter, you tell us what you need. We send it out to you. That's it. So if you need sticks, great. We make them. We'll send them to you. But if you need gloves, if you need helmets, if you need shoulder pads, it's not just about, hey, we've sold an aviator. We're going to send you an aviator. No, it's whatever you guys need in order to play and get started. That's what we want to help you um, get. And we want to help you kind of prepare to, to play. We want to help you get those programs started. So that way, even here in the States, to these programs that are popping up that might not get those U.S. Lacrosse Foundation grants or anything mm -hmm. along those lines, right? We want to be able to help support them, but also overseas because I've seen it blowing up in Europe. I've seen it blowing up across Asia and Africa and those di these different continents and regions. And in my mind, I'm thinking back to, man, the next time I go to Bosnia, I want to be able to go take equipment to a team out there or even go visit the guys over in Croatia or Serbia and say, hey, here you go. Hope this helps and help spread the game overseas. Because again, that's that's my heritage, right? Like that's where right. I'm from. That's where I was born. I've, I've lived in the States for 23 years now. So this is home, but that's still my culture. And that's where I want lacrosse to grow because I love it. I think everyone else gets the bug too once they pick it up and start playing. So I want to see it grow across Europe too. So that was kind of one of the biggest reasons of how do we take this and how do we give back to the community that's helped kind of get us to where we are. And so if someone is interested on the recipient side of the thing of that to sign up for this program, is there a way to do that through your website or cause I'm on it or do they just leave a comment or yeah, should so they, they email you out. or there's a, if they go to the contact us page, um, mm -hmm. simple, just drop us a name and put in the message, um, that you're interested, that you've tell us your story a little bit, who you are, what you've got. We'll set up a call with you and we'll kind of figure out what you need, how we can help and how we can make this work. Um, and what we can do to help you out. 
but outside of that, if you reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, I mean, anywhere you find us, let us know. And one of our guys will, um, if it's not myself, one of the other guys will get back in touch with you and, and we'll be able to set something up where you can send us an email directly to support at LVLLAX.com. So as far as developing new stuff, I know you're going to have the reg like a, a regular stick. You have the rebounder. Um, do you have anything else kind of brewing in that brain of yours? We do got a few things. A few things we got a little uh, a little secret that we'll keep that um, mm -hmm. was going to be coming out here probably in the next six months. We'll start talking a little bit more about it. But one thing we can talk about is we've gotten such great responses from the rebounder and people enjoying it. And especially I think when you think about how you could use this rebounder indoors, wherever mm -hmm. you go, you know, taking it with you, popping it up, not having to keep something outside or just being able to move it from the garage to the office, anywhere you are. Um, we've had a lot of people ask us, Hey, would you make one that's a little bigger? So we said, sure, okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's yeah. kind of the biggest thing is this one, the, the apex that we have right now, it, it's meant to help refine your accuracy. One with the shooting target too, if you do want to improve your shooting accuracy, but also with the rebounder frame itself, it's a small space. It's about two feet by two feet. So that way it really focuses you on target practice, right? So I really want to make sure I'm, I'm throwing the ball and it's going exactly where I want it to go and it's coming back how I need to. So that way, if you think about as someone who's coached, you've coached too, like I'm trying to throw directly into the box, right? I'm thinking yeah. about the box around the stick of the player receiving the ball. So this, this rebounder is built with that in mind. So if I can get used to throwing the ball around about the same amount of space every time, I know if I'm out on the field trying to throw this to somebody and it's that's kind of the box that I'm aiming for, then two feet, they're going to be able to grab that. Where's the name Level Lacrosse come from? Yeah, so that's a great question. So when I started Level Lacrosse, I was in college, and I actually didn't want to start the company. Um, so it started off as I was in uh, one of my entrepreneurship classes, um, and it was a marketing course. And my professor had my professor had a project for us to to submit ideas that we're working on and submit an initial plan of here's what the business could be and here's how it could look. Right. Mm. I actually had something I was working on, which I wish I could tell you more about it, but it's coming no up. Um, I think we've talked about it offline, um, but it was a tech based product that we were working yep. on. And yep. I had the idea, decided, you know what, let's let's put up this post and let's see what people say. I got such a great response from my professor in my class that she was the one who was like, hey, you should do something with this and think about, you know, moving forward. So she kind of gave me the kick in the butt that I needed to say, mm -hmm. you know, let's this could have some traction. And then we use, you know, a lot of market research, different things like that to figure out if this would work and if it was made sense. But when, at that point you started thinking about what do you call this thing? What do you call the company? What do you want to do? And for me, it was easy, right? When I played lacrosse, whenever I do something, I'm always thinking about how do I get to the next level? So that's mm -hmm. the biggest thing. So it's like, I'm always trying to get to that next level of whatever I'm doing. I want to always learn, continue to grow and to continue to improve. So in my mind, the name Level Lacrosse kind of really played on that. It's, hey, we're trying to help you get to that next level and level up. You know, so many different play on words on the word level. Right, yeah. That's what we're trying to do. And rather than just doing L-E-V-E-L, which we can, we decided to be a little bit different, L-V-L, Level Lacrosse. Um, but that's that was our mindset of we always want to help people get to that next level, whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's lacrosse, another sport, or they're going from high school to college, you know, middle school, trying to get to the, from JV to varsity. We want to give them the tools that they need to reach that level that they want. 
Beautiful. And it sounds like uh, with your pricing and also your next level foundation, you've kind of also been leveling the playing field, if you will. Uh, yeah, good. I like that. <laughs> I Great. was like, that's, I, that's at first I was like, is that what he's talking about? Because I feel like that's kind of the vibe of the companies. It's just creating more level playing field, making everything more accessible. Yeah, no, that's for sure. And that's what we want to do. Um, we don't want it to be just a select few of guys getting the latest and greatest stuff and the coolest stuff and the stuff that's maybe prototype being tested out. We mm. want to make things. We want to make them really quick. And then we want to give them to everybody, right? Test it. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you think. If you like it, great. If not, let us know too. And we want to find out how we can improve it. Um, that's one beautiful thing about being a small company is we're really agile and can move really quickly. Mm -hmm. So if we get 50 people telling us the same thing that can be improved, we'll do it, right? We'll take that into account. We'll build it. We'll test it. And then we'll see if V2 is better. 